So you're exploring the idea of listening to the Science of Sports Recovery podcast, and you want to know what this is all about. Well, first, you have a rockin' host, myself, Jace Kraft, and beyond that, you'll hear from other athletes, coaches, and researchers every single week that are way smarter than me. Our goal is to help you learn how to recover faster so you can work out harder and achieve your full potential, something that every athlete strives for. And you can't ask for more than your full potential. We do this by exploring the nutrition habits of the best, like two-time world Spartan champion, Lindsay Webster. I think like my husband and I were, were pretty good most of the time. And I like absolutely love cooking and baking. So um, I think we, most of the stuff we make is like homemade and there's a lot of fruits and vegetables involved just cause that's how we enjoy eating. And both of us were raised to eat that way. Like both our moms cook that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I would say in race season, there's a lot like less alcohol. We both love beer, like craft beer is like a really nice thing for us. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously I love baking as well, which like, um, I try not to do as much of like, definitely we, I would say that we eat dessert like every night, but it's, it's like moderated. Like it's like, Oh, you know, you can't have three cookies. You'll just have one cookie type thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we also explore trends and so-called superfoods like tart cherries, beetroot juice. You know, are they very helpful or are they just a myth? I mean, I would actually probably look at it um, from a sports. I think it could probably benefit all of them depending on the exercise and what sure. your symptoms are like. And I think if you're an athlete who maybe feels that you don't recover as well as you should, maybe whatever you're doing, sometimes you feel more sore after that specific workout mm. or you feel more tired after another workout. I think that you might be an individual who could benefit from it. And I think that's okay. a good way to look at it. Um, instead of looking maybe at the sports is to think yeah. about the workouts you're doing and also perhaps the, the time of the season as well. Because mm -hmm. another thing that's always important to remember about research is that You'll often have, say, 10 individuals. You'll get inspired by stories of how the athletes came to be, like Olympic trials marathoner Austin O'Brien. That's that's when I just got really excited and was like, man, well, if they can do it, you know, what what's stopping me? But um, once I started going with it, I kind of had my eyes set on 2020. And I had this, it was totally unrealistic at the time, and I just, I wanted to qualify for the Olympic trials in something. Of course, there, it, it's not an easy feat to do, but in my mind, yeah. it sounded more feasible for my ability level. Than mm -hmm. So I started eyeing some fall marathons and Monumental Marathon in Indianapolis ended up being the choice for, they usually draw pretty competitive fields and it's a very flat course. Um, so ended up going out to that one and I just remember that we went through 20 miles and I had about a 30 second cushion on the standard yeah. that I needed to run. And, you know, and I was still feeling pretty good at that point. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I just, I got it. 
you know, I just need to cross the finish line. And we'll even explore the dark side of working out too hard for too long, leading to burnout. I see far too many athletes not perform to their potential because of this, because of burnout. So we explore this topic in further detail with people like Justin Rothling Chauffeur. And I, I say there's five big signs of burnout, five big ones. And the first one is procrastination. So literally to the point of self-sabotage where we procrastinate things that typically we wouldn't. Um, yeah. I'm not going to go to the gym today or um, I'll, I'll do that presentation later or uh, I, I'm just going to get five more minutes of sleep or I'm just going to uh, hit the snooze button and procrastinate on my day or whatever it might be. But procrastination is definitely number one, first, first sign of burnout. That if you start procrastinating things that typically were enjoyable to you or things that were um, seemingly uh, simpler, that, that's definitely the first sign. Second is unable to focus. And a lot of people overuse this word focus. And I've got a little acronym I use. It's called follow one course until successful. Like burnout, stress gets in the way of proper recovery for every athlete. So as an athlete, how do you navigate training through different stages of life, through different seasons? Or if you're a coach, how do you navigate this for your team and for your athlete? Well, Sonia Wick, an Ironman and adventure racer, dives deep into this issue. You know, I believe all stress in a person's life goes into their stress bucket. But training is its own source of stress. That's why we train. We want to stress the body so that it adapts. Yeah. And the thing with being an endurance athlete is that training stress is the only stress that gives you a physical adaptation for endurance sports. Yeah. But life stress is still a stress. So yeah. it's an interesting bucket situation where all the stress goes into the bucket, but only the training stress gives us the adaptation when it comes to Ironman, marathons, you name it. Yeah. So we we've got to balance that stress, but you can't, you know, you can't force a family man with four kids in a corporate job. Every episode will expand your knowledge and perspective on the three key areas of recovery. That meaning tools, techniques, such as foam rollers, stretching, uh, we'll do nutrition, and lastly, sleep. We bring in experts from across the globe like Nick Little Hales, the sport sleep coach. I think although I was very much on the sort of fringes of the main objectives of performance and riders and equipment and technique, I was sort of in there and around it, actually with something that appeared to be the real sort of game changer. Mm -hmm. Because when they ever sort of talked about it, it was always about those obvious things, nutrition and techniques and pedals and bikes and this. Yeah. And so it was like, suddenly they had something they'd never talked about before, which is called sleeping. And so when you wandered into London 2012, it was just an amazing, you know, you've got better stats than I have. Um, but it was just an amazing time of a Tour de France winner, time trialers, yeah. breaking world records again, which they thought they'd never be able to do. And to make sure that you're a well-rounded recovery machine, we even discussed the mindset 
from the very best. How do they approach recovery? Each athlete has a unique perspective, including Max Rook, former pro soccer player from Great Britain. So even if so, if you talk about even just like a bad loss or like in your case, you know, you don't you don't meet your times for yeah. for a run or something like that. Like you can let it either, like I said, help you or hurt you, make you better or worse. You know, and like say, and so. And so you have, you have two options. I mean, it is that simple, right? you like, we, sometimes we make it more than what it is. You have, you have yeah. two choices of how you're going to take it. And so, and so what, I, what I've learned over time is, is that the best, if you will, have this really short memory span where they learn from those moments and they put a cap on it. You know, it's like, I go to bed, I wake up the next day. All right, we're moving on. Like, yeah. like I'm going to learn from it and, I, and, I, and I'm going to choose. They don't dwell on it. Like if you dwell on something, then it's going to affect the next thing and the next thing. And then yeah. you start to, you start to, your trajectory starts to change. So, so I think that, you know, avoiding failures and avoiding mistakes and avoiding adversity that like that, that's impossible. Right? That, that. All this and more will be brought to your eardrums from the science of sports recovery podcast. Consider subscribing. It'll make you a better athlete. And if you're a coach, subscribe and we will help you get the most potential out of your team and truly understand what works and what doesn't when it comes to recovery. After you get your ears wet and listen to a couple episodes, consider leaving a review. It helps other people find me and it would mean a lot, a lot, a lot to me. If you want to stay up to date with myself, you can definitely follow me on Instagram at jcheese. That's J a e cheese as in the food or go to science of sports recovery podcast.com and you can find my information there now enjoy the show